Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Deep Dive in the Left Field podcast. So my name is Jack. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at EmilyNerds. Here are my co-host, Ryan. You can find him on Twitter at RyanGarcetyESM, and James, you can find him on Twitter at your own risk, at James Valentinas. Uh, today's podcast, I don't really know what we're going to be doing. I think we'll just going kind of um, over just kind of where the state of MLB is right now, maybe looking at some free agents and prospects, what have you. So, um, yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's start with, um, let's start with like, just like looking at where the standings are right now. Um, nothing has drastically changed over the last, you know, few weeks, but um, we've, we've seen um, – we, we've seen some teams slide, some teams kind of play better. You know, obviously the Mets have, have played really well. The Yankees have not played really well. The, the Dodgers are continuing to play really well. They're probably going to end up with the best record in the league. The Astros are probably going to end up with a one seed in the AL. Um, so, Ryan, why don't, you, uh, why don't you pick one of the teams and why don't you talk about uh, where you think they're going to be at the end of the season? So, I mean, you know, the Yankees, Astros, Dodgers are really good, but I think they kind of play for some uninteresting divisional races, at least right now. Yankees kind of make, we're going to make things interesting, and then they decide to be a little bit more serious uh, the last couple of days. Uh, but, you know, same thing with the Dodgers, their divisions. They, they've won a division already. Same thing with the Astros, they've won their division. So I want to focus a little bit on the Mets because despite the fact they've played very good baseball, the Atlanta Braves are now just, I believe, two games and they're going to be one and a half back in the loss column after today or one and a half back in the uh, games back to back in the loss column today. Um, and I mean, the Braves have kind of just continued to play extremely good baseball. I said that I thought they were the best one of the, I thought that at some point they had kind of reached this point of, they, they deserve to be in the conversation of these elite elite teams. I think we've kind of all recognized that they're at that point. Um, you know, after that series loss to the Mets, that I believe it was a five game series where they got smoked in New York. Uh, they bounced right back. They continued to play well and they took care of business against the Mets at home. So they're in an interesting spot. The Mets aren't even playing bad. They're just not playing better than the Braves have been for the last few months. And a 10 game lead, even though they've played very well, has suddenly become a two game lead, a one and a half game lead. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel very confident in the Mets to win this division, but I feel like every time I count the Braves out of that division, they just, you wake up a couple of weeks later and they're one and a half, two games back of that division. So do we think this is the finally the time that they break through? Because every time they've gotten close, they've stumbled, they've, you know, gotten beat up by either the Mets or another team or the Mets get hot and then they kind of fall back out of it. Do we think the Mets are, do we think the Braves are going to win this division? To put it simply, no. No. Yeah. Like, I think the Mets are a better baseball team. And, yes, you're right. Like, every time the Braves have come close, the Mets have, like, kind of fended them off, whether that means they get hot or the Braves get cold. Typically, it's been the Mets getting hot, um, especially recently. And the Mets this week will have a, a pretty good chance here to to get some games back on the Braves. The Mets have the Rockies um this week for four games and then i think the braves have uh don't they have a, a weekend series against against the cardinals right so that one's like that's a good chance here for the mets to kind of break this open again 
um, you know, the, the Braves just beat the Mets, I think, and they beat them 3-1 in a, in a four-game series, right, last week. Uh, and then the Mets got swept by the Yankees. So the Mets have lost, uh, I think, five or six now. But um, I don't really think that matters. I think, you know, Scherzer lost to Herman yesterday. You can't, like, expect that to happen on a regular basis. Um, you know, you you go into a series for the Mets, and they've just – they've got – they've got better starting pitching than the Braves. And I think that'll kind of carry them throughout the rest of the year. Um, you know, the Mets have a couple guys who I think are better than the best player on the Braves. Uh, just if you, if you really care about that, like you think star power carries through that in the season, then, you know, I think, I think you got to give the edge to the Mets. Okay. How do we feel about Francisco Lindor um, among shortstop? Speaking of the Mets, obviously Lindor is a hot topic, obviously, you know, some people hate him. Some people like him. Some people don't really care about him. Um, and I'll start with I'll start with Ryan here because I know he likes Lindor. Obviously, we know James. You know he's a very big Lindor fan for whatever reason. Um, Ryan, where do you think Lindor ranks among shortstops, and how do you think that plays into the Mets' success in the postseason? Well, the first thing I want to say is that I don't understand Lindor hate in a vacuum. Like I don't think it makes sense to hate Francisco Lindor, considering the dude doesn't have off the field issues. He doesn't have any like awful things he's done on the field. He's consistently been a great uh, player, a great person for the sport of baseball. Like, you know, I think of the Puerto Rican series where, you know, they go down there. It was after the tragic hurricanes and all that stuff. Like he, he's just a good role model. Like I, I would, I, I think he represents baseball. He represents the Latin community. Well, so I've always thought of Lindor as someone who's a positive guy for baseball, but from a baseball sense, let's just talk ranking him. Tatis is still the best shortstop base, in my opinion. Yes, he has the steroid suspension. Yes, that, you know, obviously means... But what has he done to, like, prove he isn't a 7-8 to eight war player, right? Other than get pop steroids. steroids. But, like, we... I mean, do yeah, we... Yeah, I mean, we don't know how much that really affected Tatis as a player, but it's also hard to rank a guy that we're not going to see for another, what, nine months? I don't yeah, think I mean, it's hard to rank him. I, mean, I think it's... I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty simple. Dude, it hasn't, he hasn't played. Like when he plays his next MLB game, it'll be almost what two and a half years since he's at, he's since he's appeared in one. Yeah, but you know the way I see it is, it's been we we went a whole no, year not two the, and a half. It'll be like one and a half. Yeah, we went a whole year without Degrom, and he came back and he's firing on all cylinders. It's been a whole year without Degrom. Also, didn't get popped for cheating. We also well, he got he still got a severe injury. I mean, I, I would say like even Verlander, Verlander's coming back from Tommy John, and he got significantly older. Yeah, but no and he's one coming ranked, back. He looks perfectly fine. No one ranked Verlander like like if I I, I thought he was I was high on Ver, I I was high on Verlander coming into the year. I had him in my top ten, and you guys thought that was like extreme. And I know I mean, it's a different it's really a different not, it's a different not. circumstance for Verlander who's thirty nine coming off of Tommy John versus Tatis who's twenty four. But I think with Lynn, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, James. I, I do mean to interrupt you, and I don't really care that much, but sorry. So go ahead, interrupt like, me. Um, Verlander is not a, a top 10 pitcher. Let's just be very clear. Yeah. About not. I think he definitely is. He's a no. array, but his X tips like in the mid threes. His stuff really isn't quite. You so know, basically, he's going to win the Cy Young. He's going to win the Cy Young. Sure. Won, yeah. It doesn't make him a top 10 pitcher. Like, it really doesn't. I, I'm Robbie sure Ray won the Cy Young. Yeah. Like, he's and fourth, Ray he's fourth in the league in war. What kind yeah. of? Is it our, yeah, FIP. I don't really care. It's like might as well. Okay, like, well, let's do it with ERA. He'll be first. So FIP and ER. Okay. The way I see it, wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. Yeah, RA nine and thank you. RA nine and and you know, first of all, I think RA nine. I, I would say R is better. 
war for pitchers than F4 is. I think FIP sucks, and at least RA9 shows better results. With F4 in particular, I think people overuse it, and they don't really realize it's just FIP with volume. Um, and FIP itself is kind of a flawed stat just because, you know, you're kind of it, – it's simple in a good way, but it's also simple in a bad way. I think there are more productive ways to go about evaluating a player, and I understand, James, you like, you know, players who have cool ERAs. But like, I, I don't really see it. Well, I mean, Verland is leading, Verland is leading the league in uh, – get this – Winning percentage, wins, ERA, and whip. He's the scion. Okay, but, like, he really – I mean, sure. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I, to an extent, I'm joking. Like, I, I do I think Cease has had – I think Cease has had a better year than him uh, in the AL. I think Cease should win the scion. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely I definitely think McClanahan has kind of fallen off a little bit in that respect. Damn. Um, that sucks. Shame. I – I actually think, okay, I think Verlander should win the Cy Young. And I think yeah, that, yeah, like, he has, like, the way I see it is voters are going to vote based on, you know, how good are you at getting outs for that season. They don't really care how you do it, just can't, did you do it? Um, And I respect that process 100%. It's a great, you know, if you want to vote that way, that's your thing. I don't think you should vote on Sierra and XFIP uh, for Cy Youngs. I think if it's the same ERA, the same FIP, the same war, the same volume, then yes, you can go to those, you know, extra peripherals and how they got there to kind of differentiate them. But for Verlander, I mean, I'm going to just list pitchers I think are definitively better. And I have Otani, Rodon, Cole. I have McClanahan, Burns. Uh, you know, you want to say DeGrom isn't going to put up volume. I, I get that. But I think DeGrom's a better pitcher than Verlander is. Um, I'll Wheeler say, and Nola. Yeah, Nola, Wheeler. I think Max Fried has kind of established himself as someone. Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer. Scherzer. Um, Alcantara. Oh, definitely Alcantara. Right, like, you know, I, I, I mean, what say, about what about a guy like Kevin Gosman? Gosman? Oh, Gosman, yes, I forgot about Gosman. Maybe probably Montas and Castillo also. I would have put Montas above uh, Verlander. I think, I think Verlander is considerably better pitcher than Frankie Montas. Montas. I think that's kind of recency bias. I don't think it's no. I don't. I just don't think. I think that like. How are you going to call up, recency bias on a guy who's thirty nine years old and hasn't had a bad year in his career? No recency bias for Montas is kind oh, of okay. No, I don't think Montas. I'm not saying this to Doc Montas. I just think Verlander and Montas are going to be similar peripheral guys. And if I, if you're asking me, if that if they have similar peripherals, I'm going to just say, okay, well, you well, know, Verlander's better at run prevention. So if you're asking me, like, who is? I would say it's it's more like if they have similar peripherals and then. Mohamed's stuff is like exponentially better. I would say that's kind of the tiebreaker for me. Not necessarily run prevention. I think that's fair for Cy Young for like awards. Yeah, but like if you're looking at like a pitcher's like pound for pound, who's better? I think you turn to probably the the stuff first, and then kind of how that plays and if it's working. You know what adjustments a pitcher might be able to make to make them that much better. And I think with Montas specifically, his his main issue is is pitch kind of selection, and he throws too many pitches and in, in too many different cats weird like i feel like if i go through it i think it'd be easier to kind of come up with a better game plan than the fucking yankees do because like they i mean I, I don't really know what they're doing sometimes like with their pitch calling and i think seth warner wrote a really good article on that you guys should check that out on twitter yeah but i i really i have no idea what they're doing with montez pitch calling i just think and it's tough because like you put these guys in the same situation like if you put montas in houston you know what are the odds he he's as good or better than verlander Pretty I would t- say very low. I think. I well, obviously, you think Montas is leading the league in ERA in Houston? No, I mean, no. no, but ERA is not like something you can really. I don't know. You, you can't really think like 
Yeah. Well, I, I know you're not saying that, but like you're also comparing it as far as like results go here. We're talking about Cy Young voting, like Justin Verlander. No, I, I was talking about because you were talking about like you know the better pitcher. Somebody mentioned better pitcher. I was talking about better, like who's an actual. Better I still think Verlander is a better pitcher than Ricky Montas, and I don't really think that's close. I I would the way I see it is that like. Okay, so for, for Montas, I think kind of part of the issue with him throwing a bunch of fastballs the second he got to New York is more so he was coming back from a shoulder thing and, you know, you're asking a guy on a pitch limit to kind of figure out his stuff. He's going to go fastball first, uh, even though I wouldn't necessarily agree that fastballs should be always your primary pitch. Yesterday, he used his cutter a lot more. Um, I think it helped him sequence better and counts on him execute a lot better with his fastball i'm not gonna go into that because that's more of like a yankee centric thing um but i think when it comes to like the total i think the main argument we're making here is that verlander isn't necessarily uh should not be considered a top 10 pitcher and that the process of getting verlander is going to be a could be a good pitcher and i always thought he was going to be a good pitcher i wanted the yankees to give him 25 million dollars over like i wanted them to be aggressive and get him i thought the contract he got was fair um you know for tatis Right. Like there's, yes, there are everything. There are reasons he won't perform well, which could be injury, whatever it may be. His reasons are just weird. His reasons aren't, he's going to slump. He's going to do this. He's got this flaw. It's, he's just stupid. Right. That's a player flaw of his. I think like there, Fernando I think Tatis you, Jr. might be the stupidest player in MLB history. Right. He might oh, be considering how look, they're like KKK members in MLB history and they're probably more stupid. I but, mean, uh, I guess the most stupid on-field player have, in terms of like. Do you agree with James? Do you agree with some of their philosophy? Oh my god! I, Jesus, Jack. Okay, I do uh, not. <laughs> I can't believe you would even say something like that. No, I think it's time to okay. have a little. I think it's time to have a discussion. We didn't um, even we didn't even get to talk about how I ranked shortstop Lindor among shortstop. Right. We just completely. We're gonna up. we're gonna have a discussion about two players. One has 140 innings pitched, a 308 ERA. A three five one FIP and a three four four X FIP. That's one. Montgomery. This is Montgomery and uh, yeah. Montas. I one has one hundred and twenty four innings pitched, a three eight four ERA, a three five four FIP and a three four four X FIP. Same X FIP, right. seven seven point seven six runs better ERA. Well, for a, a certain Saint, for a certain St. Louis. You know, I want some insight from inside the Yankees organization. What? So Montgomery for the Yankees, they believed that his stuff was not good enough to pitch the way he's pitched with the Cardinals. He kind of nibbled with the Yankees and that's something that he's probably going to continue to do. The Yankees viewed him as a guy who's not going to make the postseason roster and thus they traded him. Who's the better? So, let's be real. Obviously Montes is the better pitch. Like, it's not even an argument. Let's, let's not. Okay. Let's, let's not misconstrue things here. Montgomery has had, Montgomery has had, by far a better season it's not close well to be fair i mean montgomery like okay the way i see it is xip and sierra should not be used as true talent level that's production that's strikeouts ground balls walks that's production right that's not that's not your like how do i put it you, you think those so are production yes i mean is what that, is it what is it based off of it's based off of strikeouts, strikeouts walks I feel like every time we have this discussion, Ryan and Ryan, Ryan especially gets more and more radical here. These, these are, these are not production stats. These are expected stats. They are. These stats, these are the stats that support the results. They support, are these results sustainable? Yes or no? It's not, are these 
will a pitcher magically get better because they have like good purpose? Like like Andrew Heaney, you know, he didn't get better because he had good peripherals. He got better because he changed his breaking ball. Like that's yeah. not it's not, and I kind of agree with both of you here, mainly Ryan, because I think he's making a better point, but I kind of unfortunately agree with you too, James, that it's not a result, but it's a a a way to quantify how good a result really is and if it's sustainable going forward without making any kind of drastic adjustments. Okay, but just from the standpoint of like a results-based stat, like I think, yes, a strikeout is a result. But I think when you're talking about results for a pitcher, what matters more than strikeouts just based on results is runs, right? The entire point of pitching is to prevent runs. It's not to strike people out. It's to prevent runs. And that's how you win games. It's not the team that strikes out more batters. It's the team that scores and prevents more runs. Yes, I agree. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big run differential guy. You know that. Uh, But the way I see it is that a pitcher's like pitchers, obviously they're, they're telling themselves we don't want to allow runs. We don't want to allow runs, but um, ERA is not pitcher production in terms of like exactly what a pitcher is doing that relies on defense. There are a lot of different factors that can affect ERA that are not in the pitcher's hands. So when you have a stat like ERA and we're looking at, you know, okay, you know, how, how many, how many runs are you allowing a game? Like that's, that's uh, you know, what, how much does a pitcher can, how much can, if a pitcher can't hundred percent contribute to it, you know, can we really fault the pitcher for their ERA, right? Can a pitcher 100% contribute to their ERA? They can't, they cannot. I don't know the percentage. I ha- there there's definitely people smarter than me that can count, you know, kind of find what, to what level a pitcher is impacts their ERA in comparison to defense, but it's definitely not hundred percent, nor do I think it's even 99 or 95%. And so we've reached that point. I just don't think we can use, I, not that we don't, we shouldn't use ERA to like at all. I think ERA, it should be used to like say, okay, this pitcher should win the Cy Young, but we shouldn't use it to rank. Okay. This guy's a better ERA. He's a, he's going to be a better pitcher next year or his, you know, when we rank pitchers, here's his ERA. He's better. Like, I don't know. I can't get behind using, not that I can't get behind using, I can't get behind the idea of like for true talent level, come October, true talent level matters more than, you know, your win loss record or your ERA in the regular season. You know, how, how you got, how you got to that. Well, why do, why do you say that? Like anymore. when you say come October, your true talent level matters more than your regular season numbers, but why on what's today's date, August 24th, why on August 24th does the pitcher making the start tonight not – it's not his true talent level, but it's his season numbers. Like, you say come October as if it's different than it is now. Like, yes, the game changes a little bit, but it's not that drastic of a change where you can completely change your philosophy on how you look at I pitching. I mean, it's not the game changing. It's more so how teams operate changing, right? Like, teams run out their best nine guys – every single night in October. They don't care about resting guys in the position in the position standpoint of things. Teams are more likely to give, give use a guy three nights in a row. Teams are more likely to go to their extra, you know, their super high levers more often. You know, the way you manage a baseball game in October is completely different than the way you manage a regular season game. Like, for example, last night, Clark Schmidt's not pitching three innings against the Mets if it's a two-run game in October. In the They're going to make right? Barnas. Yeah, they're going to make Ron Marnasio, they're going to push him to pitch one of those innings, right? They're going to be more aggressive with that stuff, right? That's just one example, and you see it every time. Like, the Mets are not bringing in um, – the Mets are not warming up, uh, you know, or, or bringing in Joely Rodriguez necessarily in that spot. I'm not – I'm, you know, or I don't even know if Taiwan Walker makes it out of, you know, he loaded the bases and he walked as Waldo Cabrera with the bases loaded. I don't think he makes it out of that. I don't. Um, you know, 
there are different ways managers are going to manage teams in October. I think you look at Montas and Montgomery, you look at, you know, in October, who has the better stuff, who's going to give you a better chance of winning that game. It's Frankie Montas because Frankie Montas can go out there and strike out seven, eight, nine guys in six, seven innings. And Montgomery is less likely to do it. Montgomery is more like they give up similar quality of Montgomery is more likely to throw Maddox. Sure. He's more likely to throw Maddox. Sure. But he's, you know, I, I don't want to downplay Monty because I think this is, I think a lot of people overlooked Montgomery. I, I think, think this is a perfect fit for him. But but think of it like this. You can't, in New York, you cannot, Montgomery cannot pitch the way he's pitching in St. Louis because I'm not, New York the, is. Short porch. Short porch. Right. Like you have, you have to think, you have to think of the home run environment, right? If Montgomery decides, fuck you, I'm going to throw a fastball down the middle to Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve is going to take that fastball and probably do damage with it. Whereas if you decide to do that, you know, and he doesn't have to, you don't have to miss by much to get destroyed in new york uh with the with kind of the home run dimensions down the line um whereas that's and it's a lot of al ballparks you think he pitched at houston he pitched at boston a few times right like those are just not ballparks you, you could be pitching right whereas like these houston. nl parks you're talking about these these nl teams that are going to make the the playoffs it's you know the cardinals are probably going to have to this is a really good team by the way i think the cardinals yeah are the cardinals being, are i think overlooked. the cardinals are being overlooked yes i agree um i and it pains me to say this because i fucking hate them but I think the Cardinals in the National League might be the third best team. I don't, I don't like, I don't believe in the Braves that much, and I think I'm on record saying that. I think you put the Cardinals and the Braves in a five-game series. I'm going to take St. Louis. Um, and I, just uh, think, I don't know if I agree with that, but I think it's possible. I think just the Cardinals have put together finally a roster that you can say, like, you know, with they're not on Goldschmidt playing the way they have. I mean, it's really hard to argue with it. They're they're a World Series contender, I think. Now, I would make the, that argument. The the it, the reason I will take the Braves or the Cardinals in a playoff series is because I think when you look at what the Cardinals do, yes, they rely. They have a very good infield defense, and that's going to help them. But when you're relying on batted balls a lot, you're relying on more variance, right? There's a lot more outcomes that can come about when you're pitching to contact. Yeah, but var- I, I think I think first of all, you don't know what the word variance means. Second of all. I mean, uh, I think I used it properly there. There's a lot more that can go wrong when the ball's in play. Yeah, I understand that. Out. But there's also a lot of things that can go right. Like, yeah, but when well, when there's more variance, James, as, James, as you say, drive variance. Really? James, what an XB? Okay, an XBA of 180, right? <laughs> Means there's an 18% chance that ball goes for a hit, right? Right. Whereas a strikeout, there's no 18% chance that ball goes for a hit. That's what I'm talking. There's no with a strikeout, there's no, oh, the guy hit a double, right? There's no, oh, the guy, you know, move the guy from second to home on a strikeout. That, like that's so unlikely. Who's, there's like maybe, who's moving the guy from second to home on a ground ball that shortstop? Single uh, on a single? Or a booted mm-hmm. ball, a ball gets thrown away. Like I'm just I'm well, just yeah, drop third strike and then the no, ball, ball gets thrown away and it's two nothing. Yeah, like, but that happens. Wait, how how does that ha- happen as often as a shortstop getting a bad hop? Is that you know what I mean? Or well, I mean, no, back? definitely not. Right. But like, I think I, this this Cardinals pitching staff is so good at pitching to the team strength. Like if you look at you look at guys like I, I think their entire starting rotation has an ERA under four, but I mean, obviously, uh, to, no, Dakota, not Hudson, but Dakota my, Hudson is in October. Dakota Hudson is not making a start in October. That's just not going to happen. It'll be Wainwright game one, and then you go some combination of Michaelis and Wayne. Uh, and sorry, I already said Wainwright. Michaelis and uh, Montgomery, and then potentially Quintana. But I mean, I just, I just don't think that like Hudson's not starting a game. 
But you're also looking overlooking the fact that I mean, Mikolas has gotten destroyed in his last few outings. Um, so there's a little bit of concern. I literally just said his name right, and you somehow managed to get because I forgot what you said. So I just took a guess. But okay, he's. I mean, you can't. I'm sorry, but like, not that you can't win a World Series off this. You absolutely can. The Cardinals can absolutely do it. And he's um, getting destroyed. His, his last two starts, he has uh, given up three runs in 16 innings. He's thrown eight innings. In oh, I his forgot last two the, starts. the uh, he, had, he had one really bad. Yeah, bad I, I forgot the Rockies one. Yeah, but my point more so is, I mean, look at the offenses that we're talking about here: Arizona, Milwaukee, Chicago. Washington, Cincinnati, Philly. I, okay. I mean, Philly's actually pretty decent of a lineup. But the, like, the, the, first of all, the Phillies have like a top ten offense at least. Not without Harper. Without Harper, that's I a still think it, they've lineup. been they've been very solid the last. They're a good team, but that's more because of their pitching. So, I can't believe, believe it or we're not. saying that. Remember the fucking Phillies pitching like two years ago? Um, dude, like the Phillies are a one hundred four WRC plus team, and that's tenth in baseball. But remember, they have no Harper, so it's, without Harper, I imagine it's closer to one hundred two. Vasquez has to be better than he has been. Like he's actually been so bad. Like yeah, like yeah. when you look at, I, I actually think so. What is it? Twelve teams are going to make the the playoffs this year. Um, obviously it's it's way too early to do this, but I'd assume those twelve teams will be, um. Well, in the AL, we'll go. It's the Yankees are a playoff team, uh, the Astros are a playoff team. That's your top two, right? And then your your three wild cards, I think, are going to be Seattle, Tampa, and Toronto, right? Do you guys agree with that? I don't know. Uh, Mariners raised Toronto, yeah. And then I think the AL Central. I, I at some point I do want to talk about the Guardians, but we'll just. I I think they're going to win this division, pretty easily. Actually, yeah. I don't know if it'll be pretty easily, but I'm. Con- they'll do i think they're just the best team in this division and i don't really think it's that close maybe maybe if the white's asking if they're shit together i don't really believe in the twins but that's that's another question and then in the in the nl i think it's like pretty cut and dry that the mets cardinals and and dodgers will win their divisions i'd be surprised if other than that at least like i'd be very very surprised if if the the, the brewers win the nl central i agree i, I would be shocked because I think the Cardinals are a much better team. And then and the Brewers have dug a hole. Like they're just, they're what, five, six games back with not much time to play. And they haven't played the Cardinals well head to head. Like you can't, you've reached a point in the season where five, six games back is like being 10 games back in, in May kind of level. Right. Because five, six games now is, I mean, like you sweep a four game series and it's close, but I just don't think, I just can't see that happening. Right. And again, you just have so few games to play. Like you, you right. sweep them, and then you have to outplay them for two games after that. And then remember, if you if you lose, just... you lose one you game in that out... in that series, and you only gain two. Right. Yeah. I mean, the the Dodgers might as well. So the Dodgers might as well have already clinched this division. They're not winning. They're not going to lose. Yeah. Sh- they, there's a zero percent chance they blow the division. Um. But I think the Padres are a playoff team, and then I think, um. I think the it, I mean it's between the Phillies and Padres, right? Because I think, uh, I think the Brewers ultimately will end up making it as a wild card team, and then, um, the Braves obviously. If the Braves don't make the playoffs, I I would be so shocked. I I don't want to cut you off, but I just want to point out that Bobby Dalback is playing shortstop tonight for their Boston Red Sox. Okay. I thought I was insane. That that's what's I, up with Bogarts? Is he hurt? I think they just wanted to give him a day off. <laughs> why, why is Hernandez not playing shortstop? What is 
what is what is what is wrong with the Red Sox, man? The Red Sox are a mess. And it's actually so awesome the Red Sox are a mess there. I think, and that's the other thing is like the Red Sox are good. If we go back to what we were talking about at the very beginning with shortstops, like I think, like Bogarts is still one of the best shortstops in the league, but I don't think he's in Boston next year. No, I don't think he's in Boston. Why not? I think he's playing third base for the Cubs next year, but that's. I think I I think the funniest outcome will be him playing shortstop for the Phillies, and yeah, because it'd be funny because they just that would be like the greatest. That would be like such a match made in heaven right there. Him and Bohm on the left side of a defensive infield would be so fucking funny. Like if like that, I'm sorry. Like I I need to see that. I need to see it. I need to. It would feed families. It would. It would feed families, and I think what was uh, Bogarts and Bohm on the same side of the infield. I. Yeah, I don't know. I think Bryson Stott's kind of coming into his own though, so we'll see what. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say uh, if like I would take Bogarts over Bohm, uh, not Bohm over Stott at shortstop, and then just like figure out third base, like fuck it, just who stops third base? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, like uh, there's. Well, a... I mean, that's yeah, but I'm just saying, like over the past like couple of months, Stott has actually been really good. So obviously, he's not Xander Bogarts, but what? I, I got to put up his stats. I haven't seen him. So the last – he got up to a really, really bad start. But since July uh, – so we'll go since June 26th, he has a 118 WRC+. Uh, 8% K rate – uh, no, 8% walk rate, 10% K rate. So pretty good. Like, he doesn't strike out a lot. That's been the, he the that's ball been the main it? thing. Does he hit the Okay. He hits the ball hard, but he doesn't barrel. So that's – I mean – he doesn't have a high like. I I don't think he's gonna be a very good hitter, but I don't think he has to be a very good hitter for him. Like I could be wrong. I hope he's a good hitter for his sake. But what do you like, mean? I don't think he's. Gonna be what do you mean? Good. He doesn't have to be a very good hitter. He can't fucking field, so he better be a good. Hitter. Oh, oh wow, negative. So he's a second. That you see, this is a. So you can't really put him at yeah, short. Side. You have to sign. Him. You have to sign him at short. You can't put him at second. You can't have a second baseman who can't hit. He's really bad. This guy's not very good. Yeah, no, know. I think he can hit the. He's just not good. Why he's Adam. He's, if he's Adam Frazier, like you know, you're just gassing up. He's not good. No, I think he is. I think he can hit. Well, anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, what do you do with it? But at second base, they have like Segura's been there for so long, and he's been kind of like a rock there. Like he's, you know, Segura's been there like three years. It's like four. Yeah, he's solid though. He's good. Okay. He's. I think they're. I don't know if they're gonna pick up his option. At the end of the season, they have to. They, they should. Or is he? Is he? Does he have control of his option? No, yeah. it's club. It's fourteen million. They pick. Oh that yeah, up. they'll pick that up. Yeah, it's a solid player. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Phillies. The Phillies are interesting because, um, a couple years ago, like they were kind of a laughing stock, and now they're like they're a respectable team. So, well, they were the laughing the, the low Philly shit. Like they couldn't play defense, and they'd always look funny. Like, and they were not very good. But I mean, like. They're, they've always been like a solid team. Like I feel like they haven't ever been super uncompetitive, and like recently that is. And I mean, I guess when they signed Harper, you know, Harper. Yeah, but they haven't. They still haven't made up. Like there was a point where people thought that they were the best. Were going to be. I think it was eight, seventeen, or eighteen. That was weird. I, I don't know why people. Thought. I guess they thought people like, thought that they were going to be like one of the best teams in the National League. They, I remember this like it was yesterday. They signed Jake Arrieta. And it was supposed to be like this huge offseason signing, and then he fucking sucked. He sucked. I mean, it was probably a bad signing as it was, like if you think about it, because he probably was bad signing. I'm just off the dome. But I, it's like I don't know. Their team is just like it's a it's a really solid team, and they also have to extend Nola because Nola's expiring next year. I think, I think Nola's leaving. 
Really? You think that he? Why would? Wait, you mean uh, after uh, next year or like? Oh, I don't think they trade him, but he's a free agent next offseason. I think. I think oh, okay. I thought you meant like he's gone. gone after this year. I was gonna be like, I, I don't oh, know. Because they already have so much money tied up in so many guys. Like, I, I just don't. And I know it's a it's a huge market, Philadelphia. But Painter, Painter and McGarry will come up. They're good pitchers. But they should trade Nola to the New York Yankees for a really okay, good player. Well, okay, like, so the uh, Phillies, the Phillies are are like a, a big market, but they don't print money like the Mets, Yankees, and Dodgers do. So I just think like you have yeah. so much money tied up in Wheeler. They're like the Red Sox and. It, what they got Wheeler signed a huge deal. Harper huge deal. Cassianos is on a huge contract. Um, Schwarber's making so is Kyle Schwarber. Like they they have a lot of money locked up and a, and a lot of guys, and not all of them are very good. Um, well, I, are, I, is anybody coming? They have Schwarber, Schwarber and Harper and Cassianos. Like basically, they they have an outfield, but they also don't have a center fielder. I mean, I guess they have Marsh, who's kind of cool, but like they. I guess have to DH one of Costanos, Schwerber, the other one plays left field, whatever. Then they have I, yeah, and then Hoskins is at first, but he's been kind of asked this year, I think. Hoskins, Hoskins is good, I think. He I can like hit, Hoskins. he just can't field. Yeah, which is the story. Uh, of the, well, that's the, the entire Phillies roster. They have like they have like four DHs. Well, they yeah. have a really good. They have a really good like their lineup is really good. They just they don't really have a third baseman of Bo McCann. Oh no, Hoskins has been fine this year. I don't know why I thought. I don't and, know. Oh, it's and then I think Real Muto is getting hot too. I mean, he's still really good. Yeah, like, he's not bad at all. And then I guess they have they have a really good lineup. They're just their pitching is good, but it's not their bullpen is still not good. I mean, like, Real's, Real Muto has four point five F four this year. That's like yeah, right on par with his career. He's like had a really four point five F four I've ever heard of. Like ever. What? That's like the fakest four point five F four. It's called. It's called. It's called. Why? He's a one twenty WRC plus, and he's an elite framer. Like, what do you want from him? That's like the fakest one point WRC plus I've ever seen. I'm not even like I'm not like what are we doing? That's not a real player. So I don't believe that. Well, anyways, I, I mean, you just look at a team like this, and I think that they could actually do some damage in the playoffs because um, you get a three-game series with the Phillies, you don't want that. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think they could knock off. They'll be I, if they if they make it, they'll probably be the sixth seed, right? Yeah, I mean, Nola. Or the five because the Padres don't know how to win baseball games anymore. Yeah, so if they're fifth, I really, I really think this team can knock off Atlanta. I don't yeah. think I don't think knock off any team besides like really. I don't know if the, I don't know if they can knock off the Mets or the Dodgers, but they could knock off the Mets or the Dodgers. I mean, any anything can happen. I mean, anything yeah. can happen. Like this team could win the World Series. I think Noah is probably a better pitcher than Scherzer, and Wheeler is not on par with the ground, but he's still really good. So it's like I mean, we're also going one game basis. Yeah, really factor volume here. Exactly. I will say what the the Phillies and and I'm speaking as an honest Philadelphia Phillies fan. Uh, they should trade Aranola for a, th- a good solid third, you know, infielder like Josh Donaldson. You know, respects the game. Good guy for the locker room. You know, stands up. Are for the we? Right thing. Are we sure Nola pitches game one for them? Yes, that, he should. He doesn't. I mean, I think it's Wheeler. I think it's Wheeler. Maybe, maybe you want to. Maybe you want to just punt game one and hope for the best in game two. What if they just? What if they start like Ranger Suarez in game one and punt game one against the Grom and then they go out and they get with Nola against Scherzer and then Wheeler yeah. against Bassett like and hope you. 
and help. He you also knock out Degrom. Uh, not Degrom. Diaz cannot go in one of those games. So you. I actually disagree with that because they have they have no, put no. Diaz in three games and in a row. I didn't really pitch anybody. Like I remember David Cohn was in that wild card game with like 140 pitches. Like, do you remember that? Yes, I do remember this. So you're right. You are right. You are That's correct. Like the Buck Showalter will leave a guy in the game or put a guy in the game. Like he's he's an old school guy. He's a winner, except a winner. he loses. Uh, you really, I don't really understand why he'll hype up Buck Showalter. So I had a Mets fan try explaining to me that that Buck Showalter is an elite manager because he knows the rules. I might this is so serious. Like, I might he knows be, the game, dude. You got to respect. Well, him. I mean, there are managers in Major League Baseball who don't know the rules. Yeah, hey. like Julio Rusa and. Joe Madden when he's around. Like, so, so let me know what we think about this trade I just cooked up. So I'm thinking Oswald Peraza, Stephen right, so Writings, Aaron Nola, get that swap done. Do know? we think it's even a possibility that the Orioles make the playoffs? Yes. Yes, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, why not? Because I think the Mariners are better. I think the Rays are better. I think the Blue Jays are better. I don't think – I'm not convinced that the Rays are actually better. Yeah. They're a good team. Okay, they're how many games behind are they from the, the let's look up, Seattle? Okay, so Seattle is two and a half above Baltimore, tied okay. with Toronto, and they're a half a game. So it's Tampa's half a game up on Seattle and Toronto, and then yeah, many games Baltimore's two and a half behind them. Has, has Baltimore played all of their games against Seattle this year? And I assume they have more against Tampa and Toronto. So they play four more against Toronto, and Absolutely. then another three. So that's seven more against Toronto. That could like decide the whole thing, I think. Uh, no, actually, they have they okay. The Orioles have ten games left against Toronto and zero against the Rays. That's well, I guess that'll yeah. decide it basically right there. That, Here, here's here's why I, I I don't think it's fair to compare Tampa Bay and, and Baltimore. You literally hate fun. I don't hate. Yeah, you dude. Do I don't like fun. I hate, dude. I don't hate think you understand. Fun. If the Rays were to miss the I don't playoffs, care. You hate right, why fun. You hate fun. You just if hate the Ra- No, I'm just. Ex- you hate. Okay, you know what? If the Rays were to miss the, I hope you understand. If the Rays were to miss the playoffs, not the Blue Jays. The Rays were to miss the playoffs. That would be like winning a World Series. If they miss the playoffs, that would be my World Series. Have I you think seen the only. How, like, I think, I don't the, think you the only one of these teams we're talking about right now that's a shoe in is. I would be very shocked if Seattle doesn't make it. Why? I would Seattle. be shocked if Toronto doesn't make it. I think Toronto's the, clearly well, the best Seattle, team of the three. Seattle has the easiest schedule remaining, first of all, because they're in a no, shitty No, I think the Blue, Jays, the Blue Jays actually have the easier stretch of schedule, according to graphs. So, I don't care. The, the Mariners play in the I AOS. Care. This division's a fucking shitstorm. Yeah, well, dude, they stopped, the um, Blue Jays stopped playing the Yankees. So who in the division do they have to really fear? The, the Orioles. Like yeah, the Orioles, right, yeah, are, the right, Orioles are better than any team in the AL West except except the Mariners who can't play themselves and the Astros who they don't play again. On the but on but the the Blue Jays play a lot of their NL Central schedule now. Like I I think you're kind of yeah they and don't the NL, have that like, many interdivisional respect respect the Cubs. No, you guys suck. <laughs> like they play, dude. They play Boston. Okay, the I'm Angels, sorry, Ryan. I Chicago, hate to break it to you, but Pittsburgh. the Cubs have actually won. I think they've won uh, six series in a row. And? Wait, they, they're better. They, that's more than the Yankees. They're about, you know what? You know what's going to change tonight? Do you know what's going to change tonight? What? My, the, the, the Seattle, not the Seattle, the St. Louis Cardinals. Fuck. 
uh, are going to be stopping your little streak today. So, uh, well, if they don't stop it today, they're not stopping it tomorrow because De- Dakota Hudson sucks. But anyways, that's not it today. I remember stop speaking to Dakota Hudson. I remember Cardinals fans try to convince me Dakota Hudson was just always going to outperform his, his peripherals. That was fun. I mean, he still has a four three three year. Right. The only reason I'm saying uh, that he sucks. He's so bad. He is so bad. He's terrible. He's a he fucking sucks. He's not good. I'm sorry, Dakota Hudson, if you're listening to this, you not very good. <laughs> I just want to let Dakota Hudson know. Um, you know, you're a good dude. You know, all right, all right. No play for a very, you know, your organization. I want, you know, guys like Arnado and Goldschmidt are doing the right thing for baseball. They're not, they're not cowing, they're not, you know, cowering to major league baseball's sheep like rules. Um, you know, and I respect them for it. All right. Uh, so, so let's yeah. talk but before we wrap this up, let's talk, uh, let's talk awards. We haven't awards. done this in we haven't done this in a while. Okay. Um, Judge is the AL MVP, right? Yeah, no question. Who's second? Otani, not even close. Otani it's, like, two. it's not close. It's not close one or two, and it's not close two. Like okay. I don't think I don't think Judge Third? and Otani are that close right now. Yeah. Although no. I wouldn't be all that surprised if Otani closed that gap. Okay. For, I mean, I I, I don't I don't agree. I, I think it's not impossible for Otani to close the gap. He has a hot month of uh, September, and Judge doesn't have a hot month of September. You know that happens. You know, I think Verlander should get. I mean, the difference between him and Jose Ramirez in F four is point three, and you know it'd just be cool. I like when pitchers get votes, so I'll go Verlander or Jose Ramirez or Alvarez. One of those guys could be the three, four, and five. That's where I see it. So you went. Uh, you went. Judge, Otani, Verlander, Ramirez, and what'd you say? Alvarez. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to disagree with those guys. Like, I think as it is, I'd said Cease, I think, is better. Or not better. I don't I definitely don't think he's better, but I think he's he's gonna win. Not gonna win. He won't I'm, win. It. I'm he's not gonna win it. I am I'm wording this incorrectly. I think Cease deserves it. Um, as it is right now, he has a he's a very low ERA and his strikeout numbers are incredible. Yeah, but, but he's an unearned run merchant, so I can't. He kind of is, and he walks more guys. Look, the sit when it comes down to it, you know, two guys with low ERAs and low FIPS, I'm giving it to the guy with less walks, and also Verlander has more volume, so you know, there's that. So I mean, yeah, I go Ramirez three, and then Cease four, Verlander five, I think, and then I mean, I, yeah, that's fair. Jack, you give your ballot. All right, Judge one, Otani two. I don't know. What are like the war leader words? I should copy off of that. Hold on. Uh, if we go like complete uh, war leaders, why don't we just do this before the the we started? That's kind of some lack of preparation there, James. I'm not gonna lie. All right, oh, Judge wow. one, um, Judge one, Otani two, Ramirez three, Alvarez four, Devers five. Put a Dominican on there. That's based. I respect that. Respect that. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then if we want to do NL, I think it's I think it's tough to argue with those two Cardinals at the top, right? Yeah, Goldsberg, um, Arenado two, Freeman three, Machado four, Alcantara five. I'm going with that. you did that on purpose, Shaq. That was completely shameless. Why? You left off a clear top three candidate. Like who, who? On purpose. Who? who? Francisco Lindor. He's not a top three candidate. He's not even top three in Absolutely. F4 amongst position players. He's, he's not. Absolutely. I'm not at all. 
by like why, why would he be a why he's a 119 <laughs> wr one, all right well, not 119 but like well, that's swan that's, that's so close enough to one no but <laughs> you can't enough to 119 he, he and dansby swanson have a similar word so i can't you can't you. okay you can't okay, argue well he's been just so much better than swanson no but you can't argue he's better than arnado goldschmidt freedom freeman or machado this year that's he's not better than freeman and Machado. no he's so. not he's not worse than that he do better a river. What? Okay, but let's, I have a question. Post. Do you want to post Lindor's? Uh, you want to post Lindor's big game yesterday when he had that moment where he crushed Juan Peralta and he was. He why, went, why, why don't you post that moment, James? Why don't you show? Lindor us? walked twice yesterday. Wait, why don't you? What about in the clutch? Doesn't he fall under the lights? I don't know. I didn't watch the game. Oh, you didn't watch? The I game? watched the games. I watched every game. I was, I was, I was, I was box score watching yesterday. Also. Oh, so Every- you said you said uh you said Goldschmidt you think is the MVP right now? Yeah, Goldschmidt's the MVP. Goldschmidt and I actually think it's Arenado, but Goldschmidt and Arenado have the same war, so I went to win probability added and Goldschmidt leads in win probability added. Oh so. well here's the thing here's the thing is it's between two teammates. It doesn't really make that much of a difference who's gonna win it. Um it does. I, mean, I think I think like they're the two clear favorites, right? Um the, yeah. I, I I was I, I actually don't think Lindor is top three, but wow. I definitely I definitely think he's top five. Um I go Machado three, uh Lindor five, uh, Lindor four and Alcantara five, because I don't like Freddie Freeman. I I wanna put the reason I put, you know, um the reason I wanna give it to Goldschmidt over Arnado is I think Arnado can still win one down the road as well. Whereas I'm not sure Goldschmidt's going to grab another. I think that, you know, I want to get Goldschmidt his MVP so he can definitely be a Hall of Famer. I think Arnado's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I want Goldschmidt to get it and be a first ballot. He'll be a Hall of Famer. So, right? you know. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. But I, Goldschmidt will be too. This isn't like... It's not a rocket science. No, but I, like I these, want him to these are get both, his. These are both surefire Hall of Famers. I still want him. I want him to get his MVP. I need him I to really get it. I really don't Why do you like him so much? He's on Vax. Goldschmidt? Yeah. No, I mean, he's just a guy. I mean, I don't... He's, he's a guy who's vaccinated. Oh, Jack. He's a guy who's been. He's been a guy who's. I mean, he's just been a guy who's been around. You know, oh. been one of the better players. I mean, we're looking at at the war leaderboards. Like, it's interesting to see it because, like, usually there's a guy in here who just comes out of nowhere, right? Like, um, like if we look at last year's. Um, you know, we had Brandon Crawford in the top ten. It's Brandon Crawford, a Hall of Famer. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Was I, I? I must be hearing incorrectly. Is Brandon Crawford regressed? Has he not been that good this year? Is that something that was I? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, was Brandon Crawford not that good? Is he not that good, James? Is he not that good? I was never defending him that badly. Mm. I put him pretty high on my list, but like not. He should have been top high. ten. I, I just knew, sh- and I, you know, I, I said it too. I said about okay. I missed with you. You missed on Joey Votto, if that's what you're gonna say. Joey Votto's hurt, which sucks. Yeah, okay. But... Um. Yeah. Like, if we just finish up these lists, uh, we, Let's we look just go at this... the top guy. I don't think the three, four. I just want to go to the yeah, top guy. Like, sure. I think I think the MVP award is going in the in the AL. I think it's yeah. definitely it's Judge in the NL. I have Arenado. You guys have Goldschmidt. Then Cy Young would be Verlander. I think. I'll go. I'll go. Cease. I said right. that earlier. Verlander, Alcantara, Alcantara, obviously, and then rookie Ooh, of the year. Alcantara win it preseason. What? Who predicted that Alcantara? Win. Did you pick? Him? Yeah. yeah. 
All right, if we go and then rookie of the year, AL is actually a really interesting race, I think. Now, um, I'd say Rushman. It's not really close. I think it's Rodriguez, but I think it's, I'm. Wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. Rutschman. James thinks it's Rodriguez for no reason. Okay, I will say about Rodriguez. I think. I mean, okay, I yeah, it's it's it is Rutschman at this point, but it's so close that I wouldn't be shocked if Rodriguez gets it down the you know if he picks it up a little bit. I will say when it comes to the third place, uh, I know we, I said we don't we want to talk about it, but Stephen Kwan uh, should finish third, and Stephen Kwan's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Rutschman, he's a better hitter, better defender, uh, base running wise, he's providing more base running value. Uh, argue with Rutschman, who's probably what I mean. How good do you think he is amongst position players at this point? Top top. Rushman, 30. 25. Yeah. And 25. 30. I think Rodriguez is probably also similar. Yeah. I, so, you, you know, I, first of all, Jack, you said Rodriguez was a top 10 player. Yeah. And I, I think I'd still stay. I defend that take. I would still go. Oh, I definitely, I defend that too. But I, I don't think, I don't think at least I think Rodriguez is a better player, but I think Rushman has had better results this year. So, yeah. Like, I think, like, I, I could think, agree with that. Uh, I think, but I'm, I still think Rodriguez will end up winning it. Hmm. Okay. And then in the NL, I think it's Strider, and it's not really that close. I would – okay. I don't know if this is going to be a hot take, uh, but I think I might go with I – might, I might go with Harris at this point. I'm not sure. Just because I think Harris is going to end up getting more innings because I think they're not going to push Strider down the stretch the way they're going to be put – they would be willing to let Harris kind of go because Strider's hitting kind of close to his innings limit. He hasn't pitched this many innings in his professional career. Um, you know, I, I don't think it would be crazy to say, you know – they're 0.1 F4 apart. Strider ends up, you know, pitching, maybe doesn't pitch as many innings down the stretch. They kind of skip some of his starts. They shorten some of his starts and Harris is still playing every day. And Harris goes out and snags that rookie of the year. So I'm going to say Harris just because I think the Braves are too, um, I don't even know if I can say that because the Braves are in a hot division race. So it's a Braves guy. I think we can agree, right? Like it's, it's going to be an Atlanta Braves. Oh, it's one of them for sure. Cause who else is even in it? Brendan Donovan. Yeah, and you know, Morel has had a good year, but he's not. I mean, yeah, Morel's been know. fine, but like, uh, I, I love, I love Christopher Morel, but I just don't think he's rookie of the year candidate. I agree. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go on to manager of the year here. Um, AL is Brandon Hyde, there's no question. NL, I don't know, maybe Buck Walter. Nah, would I go? I would not pick Buck Walter if you yeah, couldn't I, take that Mets team and win a lot. Out of games, you fucked up. Like that. Team Ooh, Rojas did. It was uh, they I know they're better, but they're not that much better. I mean, they're. I mean, I guess you could say if they got hurt, you would say, okay, yeah, there's a reason the team is negative. But the Mets did not get reasonably hurt, and the guys who came in and filled in, filled okay. in to their, you know, they did a job. So I don't know if you guys are gonna love this, but I think you could also make an argument for uh, Ali Marmol to be managed. I think it's going to be the Phillies interim guy. I think he deserves it. Yeah. I think, you know, the Phillies are better than what they, like that team was. I'm not saying this team is great now, but that team was dog shit when Girardi got fired. And I'm not saying Rob Thompson's a catalyst for their success, but if you look at a team that hasn't made the playoffs since 2012, if you look at a team that's been a laughing stop, you know, they've played like dog shit. They've been undisciplined. They've played terrible baseball. Uh, you know, they've been an embarrassment. They're in the front and center of every embarrassing moment you could possibly imagine for a team. Um, they go down, they lose Harper. You know, okay, they're out of the playoff mix probably. And they're comfortably in a playoff spot, right? You know, they are, it, it, they're, they have as many wins, you know, they're in the same level of the Padres. 
you know, in terms of the win loss record and the Padres added Juan Soto to their fucking team. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go with uh, Rob Thompson for my NL manager of the year, just because everyone else is like Snitger. No, the, the, the Braves are supposed to be good. Uh, you know, uh, fucking I mean, could you make an argument that Dave Roberts is going to win it? Because they, they might set the win record. I would not, like I said last episode that I would be surprised if they set the win record. I don't know if I would be anymore. They're 85 and 37. What the win record is 116 and 56. So 19, uh, 31. What's it? What's 116? There, it's, it's 41. No, 31. The Dodgers have at, have a better than like 1% chance of winning 116 games at this point. And that's, oh, I think it's way no better than 1%. No, but you get like for every, like last year, it's 1% for the Giants and Dodgers, less than 1%. Like all they have point to do, something percent. Ryan, all they have to do is go 31 and 19. Yeah, it's not impossible for them to do that. It's, right, it's 31 and 19 is. Okay, th- that can't be right. No, it's not 31 and 19. Isn't is it? Can't be. No, that's a one. It can't be. No, that's how is. many wins do they have? How many wins do they have right now? Oh no, it's 31 and 9. Oh okay, well, there's yeah, my math yeah. going wrong. It's 31 yeah, and okay, 39. Okay, 31 and 9 is very difficult. That is I think crazy. they could do that though. They have to win 77 78% of baseball games, which isn't the most which isn't statistically impossible. But I don't know how I got 19. Yeah, 31 and 9. They, they, I just think it's I think it's a I think it's a possibility. They're also probably not gonna be pushing. But even even if they even if they win 110, then I think Roberts probably wins it. Like the best September, I'm looking for the best September record. Um, was it? Oh, I'm trying to find the best ever record in a month is what I'm looking to for. I can't find that number, but I'd imagine the Dodgers have to have like a record breaking September. And I don't think they need to, like, why would they do it? Why would they push guys? Like, why would they force Kershaw to like pitch deep into games to win them games in September when the division's wrapped up? That's just stupid, right? To set the chase. Yeah, like that doesn't make sense. You're trying to win the World Series, right? The Dodgers don't care about the win record as much as they care about winning the World Series and staying healthy. Oh, no, definitely not. So they're not going to, they're not going to push for it. And I think they're not going to be like, and it would be dumb. It would be short-sighted. It would be too much playing on emotions. It would not be the right long-term move. And I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think we're ever going to see a 116 team win again because why would any? Why would Dave Dave Roberts would probably make himself look like a worse manager if he went out there and made Kershaw like pitch seven innings to win a game and like the Dodgers lost Kershaw for October? Like he would look like an idiot. So, all right, good point. Uh, I definitely think, yeah. Uh, wrap it up here let's send it here um thanks everyone for listening watching whatever um if you like what you saw please give us a five-star rating whatever platform you're listening on um make sure to follow us on twitter at deep drive pod um follow me on instagram at lv nerds and twitter at lv nerds follow james on twitter at james valentinas follow ryan on twitter at ryan garcia esm and it's been deep drive left field by cassianas we'll see you in the next episode Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.